This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, time for the podcast. It's sunny today. Hopefully it stays sunny because yesterday it looked like the end of the world. Um, the start of the day, though, for Al Dukes with the show over. He's got The rest of the day is like a painting. He can he can make a Picasso with his time. What's up, Al? That's right, Jerry. I'm going to create a Picasso with my day. If I can make one person happy per day, Jerry, that's been a positive thing for me during this whole coronavirus. I don't think you care. If I can make one person smile... If there I can make go. one person's day a little easier, Jerry, then... Is that one person you? I've done my job, most likely, yeah. <laughs> and I could do that with a simple peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It makes me very happy. There you go. Jerry, you'll recall uh, yesterday we discussed doing Jerry Recco Q&A today. So oh, I, did right, put yes. out, I did put out my questions to the Twitter world, and I got back at first a lot of dumb questions, uh, okay. as I expected. But then as the time went on, I got some interesting good questions so uh i'm going to start right with those are you ready to roll with your twitter q a done you got this is, it this i'm going to start off with my favorite question that i got this comes from a fellow who calls himself whiskey neat what was the most awkward in-studio exchange jerry wasn't involved in he just had to sit there through it hmm that's, that's a good one yeah, boy, that's a put me on the spot with that one. How do you even um, like th- what 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 shows do you even think? Was there like a Boomer and Carton one? Was there a Mike and the Mad Dog one? A Joe? Well, all right, yeah. If we're going back all the way to then, I mean, yeah. I've said this before. I mean, I, I don't. I can't remember a Boomer and Carton one. Honestly, I don't. I don't remember. I can't come up with a time in my. I guess I was with them for eight or nine years before Craig's. Uh, before Craig obviously left. Um, I don't remember a time of awkwardness between those two. I really don't. Um, but there was, if you go to the Mike and the Mad Dog days, and I've talked about this before, and I think a lot of people have, they've had some historically big battles in the past. And I was on the board for that show right around, I forget if it was 99 or 2000. Six months I had that job. Joan Chin left to go to Sirius XM. And I took over. Carlin was the producer, and I was the board op. But I was only there for six months because then Sweeney left, and I got the overnight uh, anchor job. But those six months was prime time for one of the biggest battles those two ever had. And the awkwardness would be um, asking them to do live reads when neither wanted to. (laughs) And when it was their turn to do it, and they would know that it was their turn to do it, they would come into the studio late on purpose. And so at that time, we would play music for the live read. I'd play music. 
because let's say it was a Chris read, he'd be in the newsroom and Mike would be staring at me while we're running music and there's no one there to read it. And then conversely, uh, Mike would just hang out in the newsroom for sometimes a couple of minutes waiting to either force Chris to read the read or we would just have to go to break and then we would be just piled we would have piles of reads to do when we get to like the four o'clock hour and then they yell at us for not handling the reads properly (laughs) (laughs) now you guys used to do the live reads at the end of the breaks um yes it was always you'd go to break and you would come back with music and you do a read into the new segment oh okay the different different i think we do do it this way different for TV purposes. Probably. I missed it at the same way. I missed it reads into the break, too. Like, it would be, you'd go to break, and then they do a live read before he would hit the commercial spots. We did it differently with Mike and Chris. Yeah, I'm trying to think when Howard used to do live reads on K-Rock. He used to kind of do, I think he would do them coming back from break, too. So then when you, if you tuned away, when you tuned back, even if you heard him doing a commercial, you knew he was coming back right after the live. See, I've always been one, and I, I understand that the host's, you know, it gets, you know, tiresome to do them. Um, but I do believe that the live read is so much better than the taped commercial because the audience doesn't know where you're going, if you're going anywhere, what's going right. to happen during the live read. Um, to me, they're worth the extra money to spend. And for the hosts, I think you should be smart and know that it's better for you and your program in the station the more you actually sell. Right. Here comes uh, Matthew Metz on Twitter has a question for you, Jerry. Who has had the most influence in Jerry's career as an update guy? Um, as an update guy, I mean, no, no one. I think you know. I, I do what I do in the morning, and it's obviously it's changed and evolved. Um, early on, the days of Boomer and Carton, I think it was goofier and more silly, and I took that cue from Mike Breen. I've told that story many a times. I love the way Mike had fun with the sound on the Imus show. Um, I always use the phrase, because Craig would get on me, like, oh, you're, Mick, you're, you're screwing around with what they were saying, and I, he, said, he would tell me to stop editing, and I would always say, I'm not editing. I isolate. So I would never put words together with words in between and cut them out, but if there was a phrase that could be thought of differently, that I would always isolate the phrase. Um, I would have fun with that. So Breen, for sure, in that way, in terms of just updates on the fan, I don't know. I, I think just listening to the radio station for years and years and years, whether it was, uh, you know, Minko or whether it was, you know, whoever else. I'm not even sure who Joe Tollison back in the day. I'm trying to think of the guys that were there before me. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't really think too much of anybody except for Breen in the morning uh, when I first started with Boomer and Carton. All right, Jerry. Kenny L. asks, with all the virtual shows happening, if you could live anywhere and still do your same job remotely, where would you live and or would you stay where you are? I've thought of this, and I think there's a couple of places I would have to make the decision. I don't know which one I would uh, end up with, but Northern California, where my, where my family lives, uh, I just love the area. They're about a half hour outside of San Francisco, maybe 40 minutes outside of San Francisco, but absolutely love it there. Love the weather, love the neighborhoods. Um, it's just it's it's just a great, great area. So that's one. Uh, two would be somewhere in Arizona, though the summers can be oppressive, and I don't care about the dry heat. That would be a, a second one I've thought of. And believe it or not, I know I always say Florida. Mm, I actually think Texas. Somewhere around Dallas. I like that area, too, the few times I've been there. So those three I have thought of. All right. 
Dustin, who's got his name as Dustin LGM, let's go Mets, if you will. What's one thing an expecting father can do to prepare for parenthood, Jerry? Good question. Um, I will say this. Come to grips with the fact that it's real and it's about to happen. <laughs> you said when they handed you your baby and you uh, walked out of the hospital, you were like, oh, now it's all on yeah. us. Yeah. I, I remember just never – I remember being terrified that something bad was going to happen prior to uh, my wife giving birth because I just never saw myself as a father. I just I, – you know, I never was one that was like, can't wait to have a family or anything like that. I never thought about having kids really um, until probably – you know, I've been with my wife for a long time. So we were engaged for over a year. We had the conversation. But it was still like, all right, well, whatever. We'll see. And even as we were going through the pregnancy, still thinking, boy, am I really going to be a father? And then you go to the you go to the doctor and you see, you know, the the what do they call it with the belly when they do the sonograms? This yeah, you see the sonograms. It still didn't feel real. And then I'll never forget the morning working overnight. Uh, I believe it was with Joe, yeah, it was with Joe Beningo at the time. And I get the call from my wife at about four a.m that she needs to go to the hospital. And I remember driving home in complete silence. Like, you got to be kidding. Like, whoa. And then getting to the hospital. And yes, they were. she was supposed to be in the hospital for two or three days. And she was there a day. And they're like, oh, you going to go home. The baby's healthy and you guys are good. And I remember they like, they wheel her out. Like, all right, have, have fun. Good luck. If you need us, <laughs> let us know. And I was like, you're not coming with us? <laughs> and it was like that first day was pretty eye-opening. So the only thing I would tell you is, um, read as much as you can, but don't live by it because books are a good guide. They're not real life. And just prepare yourself and understand that this is happening and take notice and be helpful. That would be the biggest thing I could say. Be helpful because uh, if you're going to be one of those dads that's going to be like, yeah, I'm not changing a diaper, then good luck. That's good sound advice there, Jerry. Craig, another Mets fan, as his uh, Twitter handle is at New York NY Mets BB. Now that you've painted the entire interior of your house, what's next on your house to-do list? I don't have one. Uh, Yeah, I don't have one, actually. I've done all the painting so far. Um, I think if I was going to do something, I would redo the basement, but I am not capable of doing that, so that will not happen, but that would be what I would like to do, and I would like to learn how to redo a bathroom because we have one bathroom that needs a complete. uh, We have tile I want to rip down. Um, and I watch it on these shows, and it looks easy, but I've also seen the DIY disaster shows. Right. Now, I have the pre- I do have the luxury that we've got three bathrooms, and we've got two showers, so if I screwed something up, we would be okay, but I also don't want the colossal disaster on my hands, but if I was going to do something, it would be one of those two things, but right now, I actually don't have anything, I don't have anything on my agenda. I've pretty much accomplished everything I wanted to so far. I have the same thing in uh, the place where I'm moving needs uh, the bathroom f- bathrooms fixed up. They're just old. Yeah. And I thought I, the same thing. I'm like, mm, I definitely could do the, uh, what's the destruction part called? Were you uh, demolition? Oh, the demo. I could do demo day, but I don't know. It, it, it seems simple enough to see them put up tile and stuff, but I'm sure it's impossible. You know what I think? I do think in theory it's easy enough, but I think when it comes to the finishes, and making it look the right way. Yeah. Like, listen, anybody can get a board, put the grout down, and connect the tiles. It's, are they going to be straight? Are they going to be even? Do you cut them properly? I right. mean, it's all those little things that, to me, probably takes months and months, if not years of practice, to become really good at. All right, here's, uh, oh, Craig has a second question. 
Uh, since I am in quarantine, I decided I would try to potty train my two-and-a-half-year-old. Any suggestions? Yeah, how in the world do you potty train a kid? You know what? We got lucky with that. We did not have – my boys have been really good in a lot of different ways, and that was never really a problem. Like we we hear stories about you know friends that basically leave their kid nude all day, <laughs> and they'll just go to the bathroom on the carpet because they don't want to use the potty, and that's the way they try to get them to go. We, I would say both of our kids, once we started and tried, within a couple of days, they were doing it. So you're on your own on that one. I, I do And plus, I'm at the time, I'm at the point in my life now, that's eight years ago. I, I don't even remember much of it. I just remember it went very quickly for us. All right. Gino wants to know if you've thought about opening, uh, I know you didn't have a school, but would you consider opening a virtual online sort of thing like you were doing in the past with broadcasters? Um, I've thought about it a bunch of times. I think the problem is because that was, I know we joke around about it a lot, um, and it was it was not supposed to be a school, for instance. It was supposed to be a training center, like a uh, an academy. It was supposed to be like a club, something like that. Um, but the Board of Education deemed that it was more educational, and so that's why I got shut down. That having been said, the amount of interest I had in it was through the roof, and this is going back to 2005, and I've told this story to you before, and we had a lot of money set aside that we had to return once everything happened, but we did operate for about two years as a training facility. The problem was it took a lot of time, and right now I've got three jobs, although I'm in the off-season of two of them. I just I don't have the time to do it, but I do believe that it's a great idea in this day and age for people to get reps, and that's to have some sort of an outlet to go broadcast where you're live. I don't mean a podcast where you can edit it before you release it. I mean a live show because the only way you get better at anything you do, whether it's calling games, being a talk show host, an anchor, it doesn't matter, or redoing bathrooms, you've got to just do it, and you've got to get experience. So I have thought about it, but I have ultimately decided not to do it. All right. Uh, the New Jersey Croatian Walt Blasish wants to know, Jerry, have you bet on darts or any esports since the quarantine started? I bet on the NBA, uh, the NBA games at first. That tournament that they did, the E games. Yeah. Um, that sixteen thing tournament, whatever it was, that Kevin Durant started. I did do that, and I will bet on the draft tomorrow night. I'm thinking I'm going to take a flyer on Chase Young being the number one pick at Cincinnati. See, I, I, we know when uh, when I heard Boomer and Geo discussing Carson Palmer thinking that could happen. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Like, you could probably put a low money bet on that. And if it happened, like, you'd be big bucks, right? Yeah, I was thinking of putting 50 bucks on Chase Young to go to the Bengals. I don't think it's going to happen. Or I should say to become the number one pick. Um, I don't believe it'll happen. But do I think that there's a possibility? Andy Dalton's still there. Um, I think you never know. You never know what happens. Maybe they are leery that Burrow doesn't want to be there. Who We don't know what their inside information is. Right. So I've thought about it, and I might. I will see. I'll go to my BetMGM app, and I'll figure it out. All right, let's finish up with this last one, Jerry. We're done already? Mr. Zach Perskin asks, if he couldn't do something in sports, what would he be doing for work? Boy, I have me and you have talked about this so many times. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm not qualified to do anything else. And I always thought, I know it's sad to say that, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Uh, But it's also true because everything I've done from the time I was a kid 
was I wanted to be a play-by-play announcer. I wanted to be, and then, then, then when WFAN launched in 1987, I'm like, you know what? That would be awesome. And so I've accomplished, I really have accomplished everything I set out to do for the most part. Um, and I think about what's next or if I was fired, especially during this pandemic. No idea. My guess would be painting company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon driver. I always thought Uber would be, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, oh, people always need to get around. Well, you know what? I can't do that right now. Right. Um, so I think I've, I've, I think I'm down to two things: is Amazon driver business or a painting business, or hmm, what would be the third thing? I would just open up, so buy a business when everything is slowly coming back. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm clearly not qualified for anything else. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Well, listen, I think everyone in the media is that way, you know, we, or anybody who's had any type of career for 20 years, 25 years, you know, whether, you, you know, whatever it is you do, that's been your only experience. That is very true. But ours you know? is so different, though, because if I lost my job here, there's really only two places to go apply to. Right. There's ESPN New York and there's Sirius XM. There's nowhere else to go, really. Right. So even if, let's let's say you were a plumber for 25 years and you lost your job, you'd become a plumber somewhere else. Absolutely. You could start your own plumbing business. I can't start my own radio station. What if we started our own plumbing business? We could do that. We definitely could do that. I'll drive the van. You figure out how to fix plumbing. Uh, That would be interesting. You know what's funny? (laughs) I don't know about you. I don't. You'll try the fan. I don't right. think I have not applied. I have not had a job interview or written a resume right since WFAN. Yeah, and mine I think was even prior to that because I came to WFAN through corporate and K Rock, right? They were all affiliated with our same company, CBS Radio, at the time. So the last resume I created and sent in was 1996. Just send that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one went to Eric Spitz and was also looked upon by Eddie Scazzeri. Oh, one Eddie Scazzeri had a look-see. Every other job I've gotten, I've gotten through recommendation or people just calling me and offering me, which is awesome. Right. It's been great. But yeah. could you imagine having to write a resume now? Right. <laughs> and printing out cover letters. <laughs> oh, my God. They still do that? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. That's the other thing. He asked, what would I be doing? I don't even know how to go about finding something else to do. Right. Good Lord. Well, that went fast. We're done. All right, Jerry. The warm-up show is next. Tomorrow we'll do Q&A with me. Uh, people will send you questions so that I don't see them, and uh, you can ask me these similar – well, not similar. Don't do the same questions. But uh, the Q&A is fun to do every now and then. What was – before we go, what was the most bizarre question that you were asked to ask me um, that you didn't? Let's see. I don't remember. Um all right. Not I a big guess deal. why are people garbage? But I kind of feel like I knew the answer to that. Yeah, we all everybody we all knows know the people to that. are garbage. We Pretty much, that, as you would say, that's a fact. <laughs> it kind of is. It's a all fact. Right. I gotta go. <laughs> all right, Jerry. Warm up next. See ya. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, what do you say we do this on a Wednesday morning, Al Dukes? What is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Welcome. It's Wednesday. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. No complaints. 
You know, today is uh, Jersey for Jersey, 7 p.m. tonight on many television stations, many radio stations, including our own, uh, some of our own intercom stations, Jerry. Nice. A, uh, some sort of Jersey for Jersey event, and I like it starts at 7 o'clock. It's not one of these 9 o'clock things. 7 p.m., Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi, Danny DeVito, Chris Rock. Great. N- not sure what Saquon Barkley is doing, but he's going to be there. He plays in New Jersey. He does, but I don't like what his act is. Ah, uh, maybe he's going to be a host. Who knows? Hostess with the mostest? I don't know. I would like to introduce Bruce Springsteen if there's still time and someone's listening. I think you probably passed on that already. Hi, this is Al Dukes. Me and Jerry, like me, you and me, Jerry. Like, we're like Hi, Al and Jerry from the very popular WFAN warm-up show. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Springsteen. That's it? That's what I would like to do. Hmm, that takes like eight seconds. Right, exactly. Squeeze me right into the show right now. Hmm. Pencil yeah. me right in. I remember back in the day when we did the Chili Peppers concert, I was kind of hoping to be able to introduce them. Yeah, how'd that yeah. work out? I didn't. Hmm. Yeah. I hope this goes, so I guess people will be singing, like I hope Bruce Springsteen's singing and not just saying, Give to New Jersey. <laughs> I'm sure they will <laughs> perform in their living room. Right, that's what I'm hoping for. Now, Bruce Springsteen on his farm, which I try to drive by a lot to see if I could see anything and never do. Still doing that, huh? Still do it. He's got a, a recording studio in there. He's got a, a, a barn full of like a piano, all these guitars, a, a, a mixing board. He could really put on a whole show in there. Cool. Well, maybe we'll get a little concert tonight. Well, let's rock and roll, Jerry. You rock and roll, my man. I will be cutting sound. Cutting sound to 7 p.m., all right? That's the time I do it every night. Is that right? You sit yeah. down, you're like, you uh, get all of you, gather your uh, your links, your clips. Correct. I've basically uh, become a tape op during this pandemic. <laughs> Jerry, the tape op. Yeah. Jerry, I don't know if you heard about awesome. Rob Gronkowski is back in the NFL. You know what's funny about that, Al? Is yeah. that I saw the Andy Cohen interview um, yesterday at about 10.30 or 11, and I played the clip of him talking about, hey, you never know, at noon. Right. I never realized, am I, I just never thought that in two hours he was coming out of retirement. Yeah, and I saw Adam Schefter's tweet uh, saying something like, um, you know, oh, oh, he may be interested in coming out of retirement, and and then I tweeted, uh, it's enough with this guy always coming out of retirement. Like you're retired, stay retired. No, legitimately he's not anymore. Twenty minutes later, he was traded to the Buccaneers. Yeah, he never. I guess he never put his paperwork in, and it was all about how he felt. I guess he was really after. What was his last game? The Super Bowl? I don't remember, but um, well, they're always in the Super Bowl, so probably. Um, he was really banged up, and I guess he's healthy. Feels good to go. Healthy. He's away from Bill Belichick. Let's go have some fun. See, why? See, so, but the Patriots had his rights. They, they had didn't a trade. Have to trade him. They didn't right. have to. They should have been douchey and not traded him. Well, you know what? Maybe it's a. I don't know. Maybe they're just doing the right thing. He, he was good to them. Hey, you want to go play in Tampa? Go play in Tampa. Or maybe they're like, maybe. you. St- so you stink. No, they had to trade oh. him because he had a $10 million contract, and oh. they had to get rid of the contract because it would have killed their cap. Details, Boomer. Yeah, details. Sorry right. about that. I didn't so, mean to interrupt the uh, the, the warm-up show. Sorry. No problem. Thank you for uh, – uh, yeah, I'm hearing myself. But, Boomer, if he stays the retired, they, they still, is that still count towards the cap, or is that get prorated no, over No, no, it doesn't. Only – no, he could have come back and said, I want to come back and play. They would have had to take him back at the salary that he had on his contract. That's right. why they moved him. 
I think they also did the right thing by him as well. You know, they appreciate him, so right. they they moved him to where he wanted to go. They could have traded him to anywhere. Exactly. They could have sent there him to Cleveland. Go. Right. <laughs> you go into Cleveland. You don't Enjoy. live in Cincinnati, Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. <laughs> Boy, they are going to sell some gear down there. Tom Brady jerseys, Rob Gronkowski jerseys, bobbleheads. And, and they're the new ones, too. Right, the new ones. <laughs> oh, okay, the boomer shut his thing off. It was like blasting in the background. I was hearing <laughs> well, an echo I, I myself. pulled it down because he just, yeah, he just leaves the headsets <laughs> there. And, <laughs> and they go right into the microphone. And back to being boomer. Jerry, if you had to pick one jersey, which so Brady will outsell Gronk, right? I would certainly think so, yes. But no one else on that team's got a shot of selling a single jersey this year. Well, no. It's going to be Brady <laughs> and Gronksters. There's going to be a lot of Brady and a lot of Gronk. That is for <laughs> right. darn sure. That entire stadium, if we're ever able to go back into stadiums, which probably we're not allowed, it will be all 12 and 87 jerseys. You know what's so weird about that, though? And I'll play the clip coming up at 630. Like, maybe Bill de Blasio now says, well, you never know. Maybe we will be able to go into stadiums this summer. Like, what? De Blas- you just told us last week that it's not happening, and now it's like, well, you never know. Hmm. Like, stop with the mixed messages. What are we doing? Yeah, a lot of mixed messages, Jerry. I hate a good mi- mixed message. Uh, Lamar Jackson of the uh, Baltimore Ravens, he's going to be on the cover of Madden. And he's very excited about it. Very excited. There used to be a thing called the Madden curse, Jerry, where once you would be told you were going to be on the Madden cover, you would then break your leg or something and he be out for the it. season. He ain't buying yeah, it because uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, he was on the cover. Uh, uh, I thought, excuse me, guys. I, oh, hi. I heard Boomer say yo, but he was just talking to someone privately, so I, I jacked him up thinking he wanted to interrupt, but... Sorry about he that. He was talking to his Jack Russell. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Yeah, he's saying he's not worried about any curse, Jerry, because uh, Patrick Mahomes was on it. He won an MVP. I love this kid. I really love this kid. He doesn't say – he says everything the right way. He talks about hard work, got to get back on the field, I got to get better, I hate losing in the playoffs already, take the Madden curse and stick it where the sun don't shine. I, this dude is good, man. If you're a Raven fan, be excited. I am uh, so locked in on this quarantine, Jerry, that I've contemplated. Now, I haven't played Madden in many, many years. I'm sure it's super complicated. I now. would love to take a video camera and watch <laughs> you try to play it. <laughs> I gotta come over to your house, play your kids in Madden, and just get like destroyed. Oh, it wouldn't even be funny. It, it wouldn't it right. would be embarrassing. Right. This is the problem. So, but I'm like bored here. And at first I thought, well, you can't. I can't even go get a video game system if I sure wanted you can. one. Yes, you right. Can. That's what I guess. And Best Buy's open too. Yeah. For um, curbside delivery. Yeah, you could go, and in some stores you can go into. Know what the best thing about now is like getting buying stuff online and picking it up. You don't have to have that conversation about the warranty. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Which is so awkward. It's really not awkward. Would you like no? Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't I have a hard time having that warranty conversation. Why? You just I don't very know. defiantly say no. Yeah, I'm not here's, good at defiancy. Here's the best here's the best way you, you say no. <laughs> and this sounds like a real douchey thing to say, but yeah. it, do, it works though. Okay. Like, if you go to Lowe's, you know, you buy like a lawnmower for three hundred and fifty dollars or something or whatever it might be, you buy a PS four or something at Target. Yes. Would you like the warranty for $47? My response is very simply, it only costs 300 bucks. Right. I'll buy a new one. <laughs> right. If, yeah. if, it, if it breaks, which the chances are remote that it will. And they, they have no response for that. 
Whether you can afford to buy a new one or not, if you don't want the warranty, that shuts it down immediately. Yeah, but this is this is the one good part of the pandemic. You could just go online. You say, online, I could have the conversation, no warranty. That is very true. It's a chat box. Because I'm going to be moving soon, and I need to get some appliances. I don't have to have that PC Richards conversation where they go, well, the warranty for any reason. You know, these things are all computers these days, these refrigerators. Yeah. I bought my. We bought a dishwasher on Amazon. It was awesome. Oh, you did? Yeah, only because now we went to a store to buy it, but they screwed us, um, and so we canceled the order. I'm like, you know what? I'm going I'm to find this product on Amazon, and I bought the exact one on Amazon that was there the next day, had it installed the day after. Tremendous. <laughs> so it just shows up on your front porch? Uh, the company delivered a, it. A dishwasher? Yeah, it was a, it was a company from uh, northern New Jersey. They delivered it. Hmm. Pretty Could good. After that, yeah. They left, it, they left it right by the garage. Is that right? Yeah. I'm telling you, drag it into the the garage. Way to go! It is the way. Ah, yeah, but it was a dishwasher. It wasn't a. It wasn't a fridge, which would be heavier. You got an appliance hookup guy, Jerry. I do. So if I get appliances delivered, you got a guy that could hook me up. Hook it up. Uh, I could probably take the Twitter, right? Hey, Twitter, anyone? I don't know if he's going to drive down to Bradley Beach, but you never know. Hmm. Possible. What if I I give him twenty dollars? Yeah, okay. Let's take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, Al can redo his math on what he would pay somebody. And also we'll have Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Uh, the big story yesterday was Rob Gronkowski coming back. He is being traded to the Bucks. has been. As a matter of fact, if you go to the Bucks website, he's already on the depth chart. Uh, what else you got, Al? Now, Gronk is still the uh, WWE 24-7 champion. So okay. I don't know how we're going to work that that's out, That's a Fugazi championship. <laughs> you don't think that's a real... No, who are the other clowns that won it? Remember we, we talked about this Oh, already? right, yeah. Enos Cantor won it. Right. I mean, come on. What are we exactly. Doing? What are we doing here? Jerry, there's a new Twitter account called uh, Rate My Skype Room. Okay. Where this where this person, you know how now everybody, all these broadcasters are broadcasting from home, including, yes. I believe, Boomer and Geo's faces will be live on CBS Sports Network this morning. Cool. Well, this, uh, this Twitter feed finds people that are broadcasting from their homes mm-hmm. and rates their home based on what we can see on their Skype rates or... Rates their home or rates their room? How can well, you rate their home on what you see? Well, they're basing... They're rating uh, their home based on what we see from the room that they're showing you on the television. That's stupid. I like rating the well, room. I think that's cool because it's giving you uh, like a grade as to how you made your set, basically. All right, maybe that's what it is, Jerry, because here it's called Rate My Skype Room. Okay, so I think you're sense. right. That makes more sense. So I'm curious. I hope there. Uh, maybe I'll send a, a photo of uh, both Boomer and Geo broadcasting and see what they give their rooms. Yeah, let's go. Because I know this was a big deal for oh, uh, yeah. for Greg. So right, yes, to decorate the room, make it look the way he wants it to make. Awesome. Okay, and also tell me if you think this is fake news, sad, or real news during coronavirus. Okay. Stories of people reportedly pulling their own teeth during lockdown. I believe that. <laughs> I absolutely believe that because you know what? You got kids that put the rope around their teeth and they would use the door to take it out. Right. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't adults do that? That was classic old school. Did you ever yeah. have any traumatic teeth pulling experiences as a kid? Where you, you know did. you had baby teeth growing I, in? Never. No. Or never baby why. teeth falling have, out. I had braces. I never had any problems with my teeth growing up. Ever. I think I've had like four cavities in my life. 
I had a very aggressive dentist. Oh, he would give you Get your full color <laughs> coverage of the NFL draft tomorrow night at seven with Boomerang Geo.